the the hardest part, truthfully, is managing people. Like managing people is fucking hard. Coaching, easy. Working out, easy. Writing a workout, do it in my sleep. Like those things are easy. It's it's managing people and relationships. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Zach and Pat Show. I'm Zach. I'm Pat. This is the show about manhood, fatherhood, and entrepreneurship and the mentality it takes to be successful at those things. And every so often, we'll sprinkle in some helpful real estate advice. Man, life can be tough. We lose our identities and struggle at times. And this is the podcast to let you know that you're not alone. So if you're someone out there who's going through some of those things, this is the show for you. Um, reminder, we are doing the book club for the, uh, for the whole year. So every month we are all reading a book together. And then at the end of the month, we're doing a podcast on the book this month. We are doing, uh, atomic habits by James clear. So grab the book, read the book with us on January 31st. We will be doing a podcast on the book and then, uh, we'll be announcing here soon what February's book will be. We haven't decided yet. So. Um, without further ado, we're going to, it's a Thursday episode. So that means we have a guest in studio today. Um, we are going to introduce her. She is a personal friend of mine, uh, a client of both Pat and I, she is my coach, the owner of CrossFit achieve the great and powerful Rachel Compton. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thanks for having yes. me. Thanks for thanks for coming in, man. I think uh, it's a masculine show, right? Yeah. I feel like my voice fits pretty well with that. Entrepreneurship. You're a first female. Don't, yeah, you're don't, a, fir- don't you're a first like, female. Don't come to my cross the class. I might sound pretty girly. Yeah. This, <laughs> well, Pat went this morning. And, oh, uh, that was a three, though. That was thanks a three. for kicking my ass. Yeah, I can't oh wait my, to hear about that. Jeez. Yeah. I can so, barely walk this right now. I know, dude. Walking up the steps. It was I'm terrible. Feeling it for sure. Yeah. So, lots Hockey's going to be fun later. Yeah. So, <sighs> um, well, Rachel, tell the uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. You know, you don't have to give them the full story unless you want to. But uh, you know, tell us a little bit about you know where you come from, where you're at now, and where you're going. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm from Enders, Illinois, just across the river from St. Louis, so not far. Uh, long story short, played division one soccer. Uh, I was probably better at sports than Pat was at baseball. Um, <laughs> probably she just doesn't want to admit it, you know? Uh, but, um, I got done with college soccer actually ended on uh, medical release and like physically not allowed back on the field. I do have memory loss from that. So post concussion syndrome is like a real thing. I now get concussions from like just physically exerting my body. So I was a massive liability to the school. Um, so that's not fun, but, uh, I got done with that and then like needed something competitive as all like athletes have a transitional period in their life where it's like, who am I? What am I doing? I'm, I'm identified as an athlete, right? So I'm literally working in a fitness center, Googled CrossFit, came about it. And I was like, what is this shit? You know, like this looks fun. So walked into a CrossFit gym and then, uh, literally the rest is history. Like the first person I saw like on a poster was Annie Thor's daughter Mm -hmm. shredded with like a pack of like abs of 10. And that's always been my goal. Mind you, 13 years later, it's still my goal. I'm not there yet. <laughs> uh, we can talk about that later. But um, yeah, so uh, I got, you know, got done playing soccer, found CrossFit, and then uh, worked at the university, had a great job, had an opportunity to coach soccer. And um, that was like my end all dream, dream job was coach division one, was right on that path. And um, CrossFit led me down a different journey. Yeah. And, uh, Left a really cushy job to go make $24,000 a year that my dad did not approve of. Fast forward, uh, I've now been in business for three years. Yeah. That's so, awesome. That's special. Yeah. Special place. So that's kind of a little bit about me. Where'd you play uh, Where'd you play college soccer at? SEMO. Uh, uh, so nice. Southeast, Southeast Missouri State. So gotcha. South. So what was like, the, there's like a, a pack of four schools. What was it like? Missouri State, SEMO. Uh, Truman, Truman. I think Truman was in that. Like they're all like Central anyone. Cent- I don't know, one I other know. one. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so um, yeah, small Big Ten or yeah. not Big Ten, small small Division One, um, but still like I mean OVC like champs. Yeah. And you were a soccer games. player, so yes, you were hands down a better athlete <laughs> than I was. I just was able to throw a baseball. So yeah, what position did you? Play? I was a pitcher. Okay. Pitcher. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have to be super athletic to be a pitcher. It's not like I'm I mean, hitting a baseball or f- trying to make these. Mm-hmm. Acrobatic catches. I literally 
threw a baseball. Luckily, yeah, like, luckily I could throw it hard. You did CrossFit. <laughs> you did CrossFit today, though. So, I like, did. one of the things we talk about there is like quarter extremity. You know what I mean? So, like, right. there's some for sure athleticism involved in there. Yeah, you know, so hundred percent. I just had to throw some shame. Hey, that's, absolutely. That's, that's but no, I will, I will hands down say a soccer player <laughs> is a hell of a lot more athletic than, than, a, than a baseball player. I think player. I suck now, though. Like, I <laughs> literally, soccer? oh, yeah. And did, <laughs> did you coach at SEMO, too, then? No. Like, I suck. It's kind of embarrassing. And did you coach at SEMO? Uh, no, that was, like, what, what my transition was. So when I finished, I did, um, I was working in athletics and uh, did an interim, ended up doing my master's. I wanted to be a, a, a an AD at a mm-hmm. university, which is really hard for for women. But like, I don't really care. Like, I'm always going to do what the opposite of what society tells you to do, probably. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to do that. And then um, after I had all these brain injuries, like some very serious issues, um, it was just really hard. Like, I couldn't remember like the um, can't even think of the name of it. But like, in athletics, you have to know Title Nine and all the whole book of the NCAA. I couldn't memorize it to pa- even like pass the test. Yeah. There's no way, you know, so I'd make transition. But, um, yeah, so I talked to them about coaching. And um, at the time, there was uh, potentially some opportunity in the future. And so I started coaching, like, youth, U12, and did really well with that. But I had so much, um, truthfully, I, like, I fucking hated it. Yeah. Like, I got done, and it's, like, your the whole thing that you've done for your whole life is just completely, like, ripped out of your hands. Like, this is not my path or, like, what I envisioned, you know? And so it was just, like, hmm. And I just built so much resentment towards it that I was coaching U12 and U13 to state. And like, I'm pissed at them because they're not, but I was not pissed at them. I was pissed at like what happened to me. So it just wasn't a good, like it wasn't going to be the end because I wouldn't have been able to coach. Well, gotcha. Yeah. Well, maybe some time away from it might help. I, I, I was on that same path after baseball. I immediately jumped into coaching Mm -hmm. and I always tell people like that was the worst mistake I could have possibly made. Like I was so resentful. Mm-hmm. about baseball and the sport and the way everything yeah. kind of turned out that you're right. You, you, unfortunately you take it out on the kids Yeah, and you know, I did it for two years. And after that I was like, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, and I took time off until I saw my buddies coaching in college. Uh, I had a buddy that was coaching at Mizzou and I had another buddy that was coaching at Tarleton state and they were playing against each other. And I got to see them both coach and like, the joy that they had doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I want to give this another shot and I'm loving it now. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, that's so, awesome. I love that for so you. If, so if it, don't, don't discount coaching soccer just yet. <laughs> it might, if it's something that you want to do, obviously you've got yeah. the gym and everything. So it might be she's tough, but it's full of coaching. Yeah. Issues. Yeah. Yeah. I, she's got I think uh, my style of coaching is now like, I'm, I would be, I think coaching never left. Right? right. Like it was a matter of just figuring out like what that coaching would look like. We yeah. all coach in some way, shape or form. You coach as a dad, you know, I coach jujitsu too. Yeah. And yeah. jujitsu, <laughs> but like, yeah. So I, soccer is not, I couldn't tell you anything about the sport anymore. No. I think I like blacked it out. <laughs> I love what I do now injury. and I would yeah. never change it. Repression. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, well, tell us about your gym. Yeah. Now, obviously I know all about it. So I'm, I'm going pers- to play dumb here and act like I don't know anything about it. But <laughs> if I've, you I've been a member don't want to walk, gym for, go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a member of Rachel's gym now for what, like three years? Yeah, three, three almost, years. Almost, almost. I think well, April, April is actually like three years for the opening. So yeah. Two so yeah, I think I joined, I joined in September of that. The year we the year opened. you opened, so, you know, yeah. two and a half years or something. True Grit Award winner, too. I know. Oh, yeah. Murph, I was going to bring that up later, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Zach won an award at my gym, not nominated by me. Yeah. <laughs> Nomin- <laughs> nominated by our members. Uh, <sighs> yeah, no, uh, a little bit on the gym. Um, so, I've, I've been in the CrossFit space since, uh, like, 2011, 2012. And then coaching always just came super natural to me. So, you know, back in the day, it was, like, it was not a business when people opened the gym and CrossFit for sure was not at that time a business. Um, making a salary wasn't like a, a real thing. People did it as a hobby. They had full-time jobs, you know? And so you walk in and they're like, Hey, I'll trade you a membership if you coach at my gym for X, Y, and Z. And so you traded services, which is not how I would recommend any business operates in today's world, but that's my opinion. Um, and so, yeah, I started like, started coaching CrossFit, even though I didn't really know anything, you know, but I like interned a little bit and traded what I was doing for that. And then, um, you know, through that time, it was just like learning about 
you know, how to coach, run a gym, what people were doing, you know, and then, um, I found a full-time job in Springfield, went there, moved to St. Louis, coached at a full-time gym here, you know, and through that it was, I'm observing like what other gyms are around. And it was like, in order for us to grow in that current space I was in, it was like buy out another gym. And, um, I ended up, the gym that I ended up buying out was, you know, a gym that had been around for a while, but he was just kind of COVID happened. I think that's a, a big wake up call for a lot of people who are running small businesses of like what's really happening. And um, he was just like, I'm, I'm burnt out. And like, I feel like I've done what I needed to do here. And, um, you know, we had had a friendship for a really long time. So I, I bought out a previous existing gym in 2021, left my job prior to that without even having anything stable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was going to figure it out, you know, so I bought the gym in 2021. And uh, yeah, April will be three years. That's awesome. And we're still going strong, which is really cool. Well, I mean, oh yeah, tell, I guess, tell the listeners, I mean, you, you would know the stats, you know, like what, how, how, what have you done to the membership since you joined the gym? Oh or, sorry, yeah. Since you started the gym. Like, um, because I knew when you, when you bought it, you are kind of assumed the members that were already there, a lot of them, right? Some yeah, of them. Yeah. Yeah. So when, like when you're buying, like, I mean, you're buying people basically, nobody's guaranteed to stay They're They're probably loyal to the person that was there before. It's very risky, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're pers- purchasing a gym, it's not like people will always justify, like I would justify, like you want to buy my business today. It's going to be half a million dollars because it guarantees me. It'll guarantee you, you know, X amount of money in revenue. Right. And um, so you're always emotionally going to say that, but it's really not, it's probably not worth what you think because you're buying a gamble of maybe these people stay. Stick they around, may not yeah. fucking like me. You right. know, I'm kind of an <laughs> asshole sometimes. Right. But, you know, so you, I bought it and, um, of course everyone's going to, you know, numbers and I'll be respectful in every way, shape or form. But let's just say I, I bought the business with maybe 41 paying members of everyone paying a different price. So oh, wow. on, yeah. on day one, we're negative. Like day one, I'm like, I bought this business and I get into the books and I'm like, whoa, like Yikes. I got to like turn this around in one week or like, I'm not going to pay the bill. Like literally. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. It's super scary, but I, I wasn't inexperienced at that point. I kind of knew that that was probably what was going to happen. Um, and I had built a clientele base. I'd been in St. Louis for a while and the gym that I left after I left, they closed that location and I'm a people person. Like that's just who I am. I'm going to care for you far more than you're probably going to care for me. And my end goal is to help you. And probably in return, if I help you at some point, you may help me. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to go in it with like, you're going to do something for me. And so I just built up these relationships. And then when the COVID happened, it was like, that was a big wake up call for me because I wasn't coaching full time. I got out of it for two years and I was like, people need true help and people actually need coaches that fucking care. And I think that was like, it just pissed me off. Like I'm on the backside on the other side of like watching all these gyms that could literally just help our fucking community. Right. But nobody was doing that. So I literally had all these people's emails and I emailed all of them not coaching, not, not getting paid. Hey, it's a shit time. I know you're struggling one, probably mentally and physically because you don't know what to do. I've created 60 days of programs for you. Do them at home. Let me know how I can help you. So like, I just like kept those relationships going. And so then on day, day one, of course I emailed them, you know, and like, Oh my God, Rachel's back. And so in the first week I had signed up like 56 people, um, which is awesome. You know, so you, you don't have much. And then it's like, I think that just is like, just care for the people. And at some point, like it'll happen, you know? So yeah, uh, 40, maybe 41, 46 pain ish members, definitely more numbers on the table, but not necessarily pain. Right. Uh, and then fast forward, I think we hit our highest of like, um, just under 150 and, and, and don't like, we're not at that right now. Like we fluctuate, everyone fluctuates, you know, Building gyms really hard. Most gyms probably struggle at like getting a hundred members if I'm being honest and I'm not perfect. And you know, we go up and down too, but, um, yeah, I mean, we have definitely a steady income of people. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. It's just part of part of a gym. People just come and go. Yeah, they do. Consistent. Yeah. People like myself, I used to be there a lot more than I used to. And I moved out here. It's a little bit harder for me, but Hey, I still make it there as much as I can. Yeah. Usually shoot for two days a week at least minimum. So, mm-hmm. For um, sure. But I, I love your gym has got something special there. I mean, just all the coaches just genuinely care. You guys really, really just treat everybody right. I mean, I mean, it's just like such a friendly, fun environment every time I'm in there. So I look forward to going every single time. Well, thank Other you. Other than the 
brutal workouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, today was today yeah, was Pat, my first. Tell us about your today experience. Today was my first CrossFit experience ever, um, and you know, you have these preconceived notions of <laughs> what CrossFit is yeah. and how it's going to go, and you know, I loved it. Yeah, it was great. It's I mean, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's fucking intense. All right, <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I, I can. I pushed myself to get up in this chair. Pat found out. This is, this is not how we sell anyone on how to come to the My body hurts. This is a this is a previous football player. My body hurts. <laughs> but no, I I loved it. The the way, you know, i being new, coming in felt very welcomed. Um and just right off the bat, Bree was great. Chit chatted for a minute. She goes, All right, let's go. This is what we're doing. And we immediately Hopped right into warmups and got rolling. And I mean, I, I, I train elsewhere. I was, tra- I train elsewhere, which yeah. I'm probably going to switch because that was great. Um, and timing in the class, the time works better for me at nine o'clock than in the other place. So, but it's in my concept of it was, I didn't realize that there was different levels of it. Yeah. And uh, you know, you, you, I feel like it, like you, the, what, the way it's promoted is it's like, go, 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 go high intensity. Yeah. Like, like I'm going to f- fucking die. Like I literally, I have it in my phone that says Zach and Rachel are going to make me puke As, <laughs> at, at, ni- at 9 a.m. That's exactly what it says. Cause I was going in thinking that I was going to have, like I, we were going to go balls to the wall all, the whole time. I mean, and it was, it was, it was tough, but 15 like minutes of hell. But yeah. yeah. But it was, and, and that's the thing. It was like, I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, the stuff that you see at the CrossFit games, like the stuff yeah. that you were training that guy on with, or, <clears throat> or, yeah, yeah, like, I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to do that. How the hell yeah. am I going to do this? Yeah. And like, I'm glad I walked in. I'm like, oh, we're squatting. Fuck. Yeah. I love squatting. That's like my, yeah. that's my workout. You can do that. Yeah. yeah. I can, I can do that. That's my well, workout. That's when I looked at the workouts this week, I was like, all right, man, I hope Wednesday is going to be something that's <laughs> like not, you know, an Olympic movement or we're not doing, you know, you know, some crazy gymnastics movements or anything like that. Yeah. Good. Yeah, was, I thought it was a good one. For yeah, you to... Squatting, squatting has always been one of my favorite workouts. I mean, hence I got a big ass. And, <laughs> uh, that's, you got I mean, some legs. Yeah, that's it's what power. right. It's well, that's that's where your power comes from in baseball. So yeah. that's 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 what you need. So I mean, my whole life has been built around squatting. So I'm like, oh, this is this is going to be the great best workout to get into. But then you start throwing in riding a bike immediately afterwards, and you're like, nope. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, but it was great. I enjoyed it. it I mean, I was, I was killed over. I, I'm surprised that I didn't throw up. I was pretty close. Um, I guess I didn't push myself hard enough since I didn't throw up. Like, oh, you don't need to throw up. Rach, did you say it was the assault bike? Yeah, the ass bike. Uh, the, ass yeah. bike. Yeah. the most yeah, horrid the piece of equipment oh, yeah. on a man. It's the worst. Yeah, it's, you're going hard. You're, you're, you're trying to knock out, well, 10, 10 cows to start. 10 cows to finish and you've got oh, I know. three minutes with an exercise in between. And that, that second 10 cows after, you know, you get done jumping rope for, for, for that amount of time, you're just like, fuck. I, I get it, dude. Yeah. Wait, we're, you did 300 with us that one time in the gym. Like I've th- done 300 probably multiple times. Okay. <laughs> so that's where I got my first experience with the assault bike. And I didn't understand pre-workout as well as I do now. Oh, and yeah. I took I took Project One. Yeah, that's a mistake. And Project One has a lot of pump products in it. And so when you're trying to do like a heavy conditioning workout that involves running, ass bike, skier, rower, and more running, I puked twice and we still won somehow. Me who does no CrossFit. By the way, guys, this is not because of CrossFit. This is because of pure ego. CrossFit Something to get me bad rap. <laughs> yeah, yes. Pat, I'm kind of curious though. Like, uh, in an, maybe I don't want to say like genuine way. By the way, earlier I said I'm an asshole. I really don't think I'm an asshole, but I'm pretty hard when I like. No, I think the core of me is pretty hard. But when it comes to like helping people in fitness, it's not oh, that way. Yeah, you know, no, but. You're not uh, if you don't mind, I think you have I to am, be a little bit of an asshole though to be successful. Like yeah, that's part of it. Like yeah, you especially have a ego. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Um, but I'm kind of curious. So your preconceived notion of CrossFit is what most people are is like this thing you see as CrossFit Games. And right. It's like this hardcore thing, and obviously we're talking about puking because it's fine on this situation, right? right? But that's what people think, or they're super nervous. And then now you're. you're I love. Kind of like, I thought it was awesome. It's different. I, yeah. What do you? What's, I mean, what's your take on that now? So. So it's a more intense version of what I was already doing. So like, sure. I think I said it at the gym today, like where I, where I work at out at, and I, I love where I work out at, but it's, 
we do rounds like that, but it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you have 15 minutes to do these four things, do as many rounds as you can. Mm-hmm. So, some, you know, there's days where, you know, I'm really pushing myself and I'll get four or five rounds in. There's other days where I'm tired and I get yeah. two or three rounds yeah. in. Which is but, okay. Yeah. Right. But like this one, like I had to do five rounds. Like I had, and I felt it was more... And I've, I've said this a few times for me, working out is more mental mm-hmm. than physical mm-hmm. and, and Bree nailed it. Like we were on our fourth set and she goes, guys, this is the mental test. Like, this is where it gets tough. Yeah. This is where you get, this is where it's going to be mentally the toughest part. So push through it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that last I'm, round you fly through it. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, the last one's easy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. That's like so, tunnel, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's so, that's so true. And you know, and I just pulled in, you know, just immediately thought of, uh, David Coggins and get rid of the bitch voice in my head. Like, get rid of the bitch voice. Who's going to carry the boats back? Yeah, get rid of the bitch voice. And yeah. and I'm like, all right, let's go and, and push through it. It was great. Like, and I and I made it through and and did was able to get through all of them at, on the level two. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna push myself. I'm gonna you know, I'm not gonna go full RX, but yeah. I'm gonna do level two. And I I loved it. I yeah. thought it was great. Well, what I what I really like about CrossFit versus any other type of like fitness I've done, I've done a lot of different stuff, but yeah. I really like the aspect of oh, it's it's a it's a group. We're all doing the same thing together. We're yeah. all like suffering together, and you get this kind of you know you get a competitive kind of thing. Totally. You're like you know I'm, oh I'm trying to keep up. Oh, if I'm yeah. working out with Bree, for instance, I'm like yeah. well if I can if I can sort of even kind of keep up with her, I know I'm doing pretty good. You yeah. know, and I know that. And then, you know, you got other people in the gym that, you know, you're, you're pretty competitive with and, you know, you just get competitive and that's what I like about it. But I like that it's a community. We're all suffering. I say suffering. We're all working out together. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it just it builds this like community. There's something about when you go through hard things together, you, yeah, you grow, you, you grow and, and, you, respect and, and you respect each other and you yeah. develops these and awesome the, relationships. And yeah, speak, speaking of that, like the I'm in. If you're going to move anywhere, the first thing you should do is join a gym because those are the people that are going to push you and those are the people you want to be around. Yeah. <clears throat> There's one gym in particular that I absolutely despise and they make it seem like everyone else that doesn't work out there is an asshole. I can't even work out there anymore. Pat, let's call them out. Please tell your <laughs> please tell your Planet Fitness story. Oh. <laughs> well, that's, that's, they have the, the, by the way, they have a genius business model. Right. They do. I mean, I mean, so kudos to them. But right. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> here, here. I'm not allowed to work out there. Yeah, Pat's banned from well, all that's you're planet the, fitness. You're the hunk I'm, I'm a lump. You're the, you're I the lump the, and I like sent probably the drop your arm off too yeah. many times. Yeah. But no, yeah. so in in Pro Ball, you just try and find places to work out. Yeah. You know, they're you know, the teams, the towns that you go into will have have things set up for the opposing teams to work out at. Yeah. I mean, you're not playing in fabulous big league stadiums. You know, there are some nice minor league parks, but they don't have workout rooms in them. So they have deals set up. And one of the teams had a deal with planet fitness. Well, I know nothing about planet fitness. I just know that we're going to a gym to work out. I've never been there. It's purple and gold. And I'm like, these are ugly ass fucking colors, but it's a fucking gym, whatever. Let's do this. And so we get there and I walk in with my gallon jug of water and I've got Already a sleeve, an I've got a sleeveless, yeah. sh- and I've got a sleeveless shirt on. Oof, number two. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a leg day, so I had just pitched, and I knew number I was gonna three. be off. Can't even so, free squat there. Yeah, so I was, I was gonna squat, you know. And so I get in there, and the first thing I do, I'm signing in, and they're like, "Sir, you can't have your gallon jug of water here." Yeah, are you serious? You're not allowed to carry a gallon jug of water in. Is oh, this yeah. a new rule? No, this uh, this was back then. They're like, "Sir, I had to take it back out to the bus." Oh my well, God. I drink a lot of water when I work out. So there was a Walgreens in the parking lot. What do I do? I go and buy a giant pack of individual waters. 24 case. Yeah. yeah. So you can't kick me out for that. Fuck. It's, it's single indivi- waters. Yeah, it's single yeah. waters. Not, not a gallon jug. It's not a gallon jug. It's always great looping around the rules. So, so yeah. So looped around that one. And then, so I get in there and. So you, do you walk in with it just like on your just shoulder? No, I, just, I, mean, I just walked in carrying it by the sides like this. And, and they're like, sir, I'm like, it's not a gallon jug. Like it's individual waters. I'm fine. Right. It's, it's not. It's beat your rule. We're good. And they're just glaring at me. So then I start working out. So I'm like already pissed these people off. And so I go and I start, I do my warm ups, And, and the next thing you know, I like see this fucking alarm on the wall God. and i'm like 
what is that? And they're like, well, if you make too much noise or you're grunting or, you know, the camera sees that you're lifting too extreme of weight, like something like that, it's going to set off. The lifting too like, extreme of weight. Something like that. Yeah. Like there's like there's video cameras. I forget all what sets it off, but one of the biggest ones is noise. And so like, <laughs> dro- like dropping the weights or grunting or anything like that. So I'm like, you know what? This is going to be fun. I'm going to set this fucker off. And it was like I said, it was squat day. So I'm I'm loading it up, and and one thing I found out is that they don't have any f- free racks. Yep. It's all Smith machines. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, how am I going to get better? Like, okay, I'll do this. So then I start doing it. And I load this thing up. <laughs> the next thing you know, they come over, sir, because uh, I had taken weights from other machines. Like they have everything set up for each thing, yeah. and it's like I'm like, what am I not allowed to take weights from a different machine to put it on here so I can use more weight? And they're like, they got upset about that. So I'm like, God, I really, I'm just going to set this fucking thing off as many fucking times as I can. So I start squatting first squat. I've got four, I got a 45 pound, 45 pounds on each side. So at this time when I was squatting, you know, 400 pounds, that's like nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing, I'm getting really low and I come up I'm like, ah, <laughs> it just each, each one getting louder and louder. It's that fucking alarm went off. And then they came over like, sir. No, you can't. You set the law. You do it again. You've already, you're up one strike with the water. This one, you're done. The strike with the water is not a strike. You're just mad. I said, I said, I'm, you, I put the water away. I came in with my own water. As you can see, I'm already three bottles down. Like I'm, (laughs) Hey, I'm just staying hydrated. So they were having an attitude. And so then, yeah, I, uh, (laughs) so then I, I go back and I start loading it up and, and I, I obviously it's in season. So I'm not, maxing out so but every time like i would get louder and louder and i just after so many times the lunk alarm would start going off and i yeah so finally like you gotta leave you're not allowed to work out here and i was like good this place fucking sucks like i'm never coming back here and like well we can arrange for that to happen i'm like please do so anyway so then i guess it was a couple years later playing we go to another planet fitness and i'm like ah I don't want to fucking work out here. And they're like, well, this is all we have to choose from. I'm like, all right. So I go to fill out the information. This is like a whole different, whole different place okay. in the country. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, <clears throat> they're like, sorry, sir. Um, you can't work out here. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, perfect. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'm going to yeah. go. I'll just go and do like body weight shit at the field anyway. So it's like a badge of honor. So <laughs> I haven't tried to go back since not like, I would never go there on my fr- own free will. Are you will. crying about being No, I'm like laughing. I'm laughing so hard that I'm crying. But yeah. And CrossFit no. killed him. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. So I, I mean, I would never go back there on my own free will. There's one by my house that's like, would be super convenient to go through, go through. But anybody that puts donuts in the lobby for you. Dude, to eat I don't after, know how that place. I mean, obviously uh, I know that place is still alive, but. For anyone who is like wanting to get healthier, don't spend your money at Planet Fitness just because it costs ten fucking dollars. Right, you get what you pay for. We've, you get that, what that's you been pay a for. that's yeah. been a reoccurring thing on almost every single one of our episodes. I'm pretty sure we've said you get what you pay for. They understand the marketing is so cheap. It's like, oh, it's just ten dollars, so they get you to sign into a contract. But you never use the equipment. They don't ever use it. You never use it, and then they're like, oh, they'll just forget about it. So they keep profiting off of you while you don't even use their stuff, while they use the money that you're not even using the gym for to buy pizza and donuts for people. It's yeah. just like. Nobody's going to worry about canceling a like $10 membership. Right. I, mean, I, just, I mean, mind you, like I'm fucking. It I, just whatever. goes I to the promotion of mediocrity. Spend bucks on something and country. don't even pay attention. No. Yeah. Just promotion of mediocrity. Planet Fitness sucks. Yeah. So yeah. don't go there. Don't go there. Find a good local gym. Yeah. With good local people. Absolutely. That'll, uh, yeah. You know, actually give a shit about you and. Give you something more than a Smith machine and some yeah. dumbbells up to thirty five pounds. Yeah, I, and that's the thing is like, um, not not all CrossFit gyms are created equal, right? And like to Zach's point earlier is like you what you love about it is that you love the the camaraderie or the competitiveness. That's not every single person that comes to the gym. That's ninety nine percent of not necessarily CrossFit people. That's like I would say the one percent of people in the gym, right, who like that, who are right. previous athletes or like competitive in that nature. But you'll see a lot of people be like. I'm not competitive. I'm like, but you're going to be competitive with yourself. And that's all you need to worry about. Like it's you versus you on every fucking thing that you do. Right. Like I was showing, I was showing, you got to learn to stay in your zone. But when you're a competitive person, like you, you'll, I want that fire too. Right. You know, Hell yeah. but my competitive days of CrossFit are over. Like I, I do it to stay fit, but I want to work out with other people because there are a lot of times I don't want to work out. And if there's going to be something, even as a box owner that I'm going to nix off my list because I have so many other things to do, it's going to be working out. 
because that puts me in front of everyone else. And I'm like, oh, no, I can put a client here. Right. So it's like I do that for class because it holds me accountable, you know. But to your point of being competitive, I always tell people that one, CrossFit is not what you see on TV in any way, shape or form. It's just a term. Yeah. But one, if you're going to belong to a cult, why not be a part of a cult that supports you in a healthy way? And is going to get you the results that you want. So I used to be like, cross, it's not a cult. No, it's a fucking cult. It's a cult. And it's a cult that I want to be a part of because it's going to push me to be a better person. It's going to push me in my fitness. It's going to push me in my nutrition, my health, and just overall, like, my life, right? So why not be a part of it? Yeah. But not only that, it's like, you're, I would always tell people that you can work out with your grandma your cousin, you know, uh, an NFL athlete, right. Or professional athlete all at the same time doing the same workout, but we're measured by, by degree, not by kind. Mm -hmm. And what that means is like, you find what, where you're at in your fitness journey. And then the coach who is, I would say, if they are a professional coach, understand the intent and stimulus that is trying to be given, they will change the workout to fit you where you're at. So, Pat, you may back squat, you know, 400 pounds, but I'm over here with just the barbell because I'm learning. Right. But that's really hard for me. Right. You know, so that's, I think, what I love about CrossFit when you find a really good CrossFit box, but they're not all created equal. Yeah, like Let's was, clarify that. I do no longer squat 400 pounds. <laughs> either well, either way. It's just an example, but, yeah, you know, I don't squat 300 plus I got what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Well, like I was showing Pat at the gym. I was like, it's, well, he was like, man, I didn't realize that, like, all these workouts could be kind of scaled to fit. Like, I thought I had to be doing the the RX. Yeah. And I was like, no, dude. Like, like I was telling him, how many how many members at the gym do you have that are, like, over 60? Probably quite a few, right? Oh, I I mean, know yeah, I think if you go to, like, our we have a whole Legends right. series of, like, 10 people. Right. I mean, I have a lot of clients over 50. Right. And they're awesome. like fit as shit. Oh, 100%. Like Maria is a freaking Oh, yeah. Beast. She's, she, yeah, she's our, one of our older clients, like 63. Right. Yeah. She's a monster. And she's qualifying at the top tier. You know, like even, but it's yeah. like those that are competitive can stay that in that nature, right. you know, in a good culture and community. They don't have to work out right. for an hour a day. Yeah. Right. It was great. I mean, it's awesome. I, I was right that. behind Zach on the bike and I was just kind of trying to match his, his speed the whole yeah, time just to, to stay oh. with him. Oh, yeah. Zach, you should tell Pat what I texted you. What did you text me? <laughs> so, so when Zach was like, "Hey, can Pat come do class?" Oh. By the way, I have a yeah. we have a policy at the gym that I very randomly or very seldomly, I should say, ever steer against. So, you're welcome. Oh. Um, but that that policy is for the client's safety, the coach's experience, and the current client's experience. And that is, in my in my professional opinion you don't let anyone who doesn't or hasn't done CrossFit do a CrossFit class because one, it's scary as shit. They're already intimidating. You come from a different breed, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so when you go into a class, you, you're already to intimidated by, and then you let them do a class and they don't know anything. They walk out with a horrible experience right. and they never want to come back. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't tell you, I mean, 10 people in the last month you know like can i try a class and then i have a no sweat intro with them like oh my god i am so glad you did not let me do that because it's terrifying you know but so zach was like hey can pat do class and he's giving me the rundown and i'm like yeah it's fine but we here's our policy this is why and he was like oh no i totally get that i said whatever you do do not let him go ham and walk out of my gym with rhabdo because I know how you are, Zach. <laughs> I was like, please Glutton help him punishment. dial the workout back. Don't yeah. be like for I'm, Murph. Uh, I'm known for kind of what we call redlining, where yeah, I just let's come out bait really, really somebody hot. into this shit. Yeah, on an assault bike workout. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was, uh, you know, I've, it it wouldn't have, like I said earlier, like if I'm glad it wasn't like some. Workout with like a bunch of snatches or like yeah, rope climbs yeah, or sure. like something That's a, that would have been a no go. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But it worked out nicely that it was like, oh, I know he know he know he definitely knows how to back squat. He definitely yeah, knows for how sure. to, you know. But so. it is really easy. Like it's competitive by yeah. nature, and so like you get somebody not you're not deconditioned by any means, but you get somebody who's doing CrossFit come in and not do CrossFit, and they're kind of competitive or a previous college athlete. No. The most commonly easy people to set up around dough, not by, because CrossFit, you go hard in any workout it's possible to get, you right. know, but you go ham on the assault bike and you're not ready for that lactic acid buildup. Your body, central nervous system has no idea what to do. Right. You know, and then it's like, well, this is what's going to happen. And then you're like limp for days after. And we're going to be feeling yeah. it tomorrow. So. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll you said something earlier that, um, about the, about, 
about the class, about CrossFit in general, but like it's, it's a competition with yourself. So yeah. what I really like is, you know, the, the app that we were, that we're all on through the gym that, you know, we can track all of our stuff mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so, you know, like I was showing him like after we're done, all right, we put in all the, all our times for everything. And then, all right, well, if we ever do this workout again, I can look back. Okay. So last time I did this yeah. last time I only, I did, I was only doing 10 calories on the bike this time. I'm going to try to do 12, mm-hmm. try to, you know, try to at least beat my, you know, keep up with the, with the time that I did before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just all about beating yourself mm-hmm. and, uh, it's miserable yeah. and repeatable right. for those that don't know it. Always think that it's just random. It's not random. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I you really can always like, test something and retest <laughs> it. Like you can go do a one minute max. Like we could all sit here and do one minute max effort air squat. See how many you get. Go work out for one week, two weeks, and then do it again and see if you do better. Right. right. Like that's CrossFit. Yeah. You right. know, very simple. Uh, um, I'll be back. Yeah. Pat's coming back. Oh, I'll yeah. I got you another member. You're welcome. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> Thank you. We operate by referrals. Yes, yeah. we do. Uh, yeah, Rachel sends know. me referrals. I send hers. Yeah, I send Zach referrals. <laughs> good people yeah. taking care of good people. Yeah. It's all yeah. about the relationships like you were talking about earlier. Yep, so. all relationships. Yeah. So you're three years into business. Uh-huh. What has been like the biggest struggle for you as a business owner? Hmm. Mm, I would say like, I mean, statistically, like, let's be real, like most businesses fail in the first three years Mm -hmm. or three to five years. And then like, I would say statistically proven years between like three and five, like those are grinded hard. Um, My first two years being fully honest, like was easy. Like nothing, nothing. I mean, yeah, there's, there's hard, but like, how do you define hard? Like, what do you define as success? Everyone's different. Mm -hmm. So for me, it wasn't, it was something I had been working up to for 13 years. It wasn't something that like, I'm going to open a business. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? yeah. When I first met you, shit was at like early 2020. And you, I remember you telling me like, my, I want to own a, I want to open a CrossFit gym. Someday. Yeah. And here, you know, a year and a half later you did it. Yeah. So, so it definitely wasn't like, I had been thinking, I had been through it. I had been managing other people's gyms with intention of, I'm either going to work for this person forever and we're going to grow this business together because I, if I'm being honest, I would actually rather do that, right? But not everyone aligns with my values or what I want the the space to be, and that's okay. So, well, my only other option at that point is to have my own. So I was going to do one of those two things. So through years of, of experience and trying out and, like, figuring out, like, what did I like? What did I not like? What happens in business? Yada, yada, yada. Like, I, I had that kind of... I think preparation going into so like things that happen I had already expected to happen so when they did happen it wasn't like oh fuck you know like what do I do you know I I already kind of had a, a plan to like handle that situation or like knew how to respond to it so the first two years were I mean cake uh the third year um I would say it was a lot of like the the hardest part truthfully is managing people like managing people is fucking hard coaching easy working out easy writing a workout do it in my sleep like those things are easy it's it's managing people and relationships and then like not only that i gotta run the business so like bookkeeping i fucking hate it you know like let me hire somebody else to do that um so yeah the biggest struggle i would say is just learning how to manage people and there's a book you guys are doing a book club um for anyone that's like in management or running a business is a book called surrounded by idiots. Mm-hmm. And it's this, this book is by the way, my background's counseling, but I got out of counseling for a reason. Um, it's all personalities. And I think like colors and I take it for a grain of salt. Right. But you do like when you can learn to like open your eyes to be like, this person isn't doing this thing out of like being malicious or anything. They probably just didn't understand what I wanted them to do. So like that's the hardest part, and right. running and, and a gym, that, honestly, just that managing comes back people. To you, you know, yeah. for you not being able to communicate. At least that's been my experience. Yeah, I mean, I'm always going to fault back. myself first, right? You know, like right. in some way, shape, or form, it's always a two way street. You know, but yeah, I mean, the the hardest thing has just been learning to manage people and manage expectations, and you know, having very very clear SOPs. You know, um, operating procedures. If you don't know what those are, you should have them in any business that you have. Of course. Um, and I still suck at them, but I think AI would probably write it for you now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that I would say like that's probably that's probably been the the biggest struggle. Like lack of sleep, nah, whatever. Right. It's like I would easy. definitely agree with you. When I was 
back in the restaurants when I was kind of in that ownership role most recently, that was definitely my biggest, my biggest hurdle for sure. Managing, you know, man, having to manage so many different people and, you know, you're basically relying on these other people to make your business run and, you know, nobody cares about your business like you do. Yeah. And that's the hard part. And that's okay. You know, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Then you're also like in that other thing where like, you can only, you can only do so much or at least I could at the time, you know? So, and at some point you got to like, I'm a big value person. And I think, you know, that like, I'm not, my gym is not for everyone and I'm not for everyone. And you're not always for me either. Like I have no problem having a no sweat intro with somebody and being like at the, I always tell them I'll preface this conversation. Hey, we're going to have this conversation about X, Y, and Z. And if I feel like this is a really good fit for you or that we're the right place for you, then we'll talk about those options. But if not, I have a ton of amazing resources for you. Mm -hmm. And, and that's a matter of just kind of knowing your clientele and who you want to help. Mm-hmm. And like, because I, I can't help everyone and right. you know, you have to, I think be honest in those senses, but yeah. Um, values are a big thing for me. So just figuring out what those are and, you know, have those hard conversations. That's the other thing. Like the biggest struggle is don't be afraid to have hard conversations. They fucking suck. Oh, yeah. You grow a lot. Yeah. Sure, you know, 100%. you get uncomfortable. It's another, sure. another person that we've had on the show talking about tough conversations. Yeah. 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 Dude, they're hard. It's I'm going to have yeah. two tomorrow. Yeah. You know, can you speak on when you go into those hard conversations? I think a lot of people are, they have the wrong impression that they're going to be taken as mean yeah. or rude, yeah. but it's, it's a practical thing. Could you maybe help someone who's struggling with that right now? What would be your opinion in handling that? Um, yeah, I think, I think there's, there's always two sides to it, right? So, um, I think something I learned just in in life is that I will always try to put myself in the other person's shoes. I may not understand it, but I have to look at it like, man, this probably sucks for them too, but they're actually probably having this conversation with me because it's going to help me. And I won't know or understand in that moment because I have emotions that are rising of like, I'm getting chastised or whatever. But that's never the case. No, no leader, mentor, boss, whatever is there to, and if they are, they probably fucking suck, Mm -hmm. you know, but they're not there to be mean in any way, shape or form. They're there to help you grow and understand how you can grow and like what the, hey, this needed to be done this way and this is why, right? So... I think um, just just don't go in it with like an expectation that you're going to have it's a negative outcome because it's probably not that. They probably have good intentions for every situation. Um, so I would say that's, you know, that person on, on that. And I think I kind of forgot your question, but um, just yeah. the mindset of keeping it positive. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think on the flip side of it, like I'm always, I, I mean, I pay a lot of money for mentorship, right? Like that is the, one of the first things I invested before I even had a dollar in my pocket. Yeah. It was like, I need this. Me I don't, too. I don't know everything. Yeah. And guess what? Still when do. Shit hits the fan. Yeah. I need to talk to somebody else about <laughs> how right. to go about this. Right. And so it, the conversation today is I'm always reminded of that. Like when you're having those on this side and I'm not perfect at them, it's always a growing experience, but like, my mentor is always like, Rachel, less is more. Like, and always go into the situation of like, give that person, hey, this is how I perceived this situation. But I wanted you to give me the opportunity to tell me how you, what you understood from it. Mm-hmm. Because it's probably just a miscommunication, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a really, it always is. It's a really easy solution yeah. at that point. Well, like, and like you said, going into it, I mean, Basically, listen to learn and understand, not listen to respond. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think a lot of people get it wrong is they're listening to respond. And that's when things go bad mm-hmm. because you're not sitting there thinking and comprehending like, oh, this is like this person actually might be be right in what they're saying. Yeah. No, you're I'm going to listen to so I can know how to defend it. So, yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Great advice. Yeah. So what are some goals that you have for CrossFit Achieve? Where do you, where, like we're at five years down the line, 10 years down the line. Where, where do we see it going? Yeah. What's the goal? Um, <laughs> well, I removed myself from the business way too fast because that's like what I was told I needed to do as like a CEO. You need to work on the business, not in the business. Uh, so when I pretty much like kind of removed all of the fun things that I enjoyed, I'm like in behind a computer 24 seven while people don't think that like I'm literally sitting at my desk all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was boring as shit and I hated it, you know? So 
uh, year three was just a big pivotal moment of like, what do I exactly want this to look like? And what do I want my role to look like? And what do I want the roles in the business to look like? Um, so now after having some time under my belt, it's, a, you know, in five years, like I'm, I'm still going to be coaching. I'm still going to own the gym. Um, but I won't be coaching 40 hours a week for sure. Um, but in five years we'll, we'll have a build out. We'll be even bigger. I have a, I have a clientele base of like, I want X amount of members paying and I don't want any more than that. And I don't want any more than that because there's a service and experience that we want to provide that I won't be able to successfully do at that point. Right. So a lot of people are like, more is better. No, better is better. And you can make, I mean, an easy six figure income personally with, you know, less than 150 members. And you can also provide multiple salary careers for less than 150 members. Um, but you have to have like a really high quality service at that point. Right. And when you're getting higher numbers, like how do you keep track of them? Like shit, you know, it's going to be like plan of fitness. Um, (laughs) so yeah, uh, uh, year five is, uh, by that point, like, yeah, we'll have a build out and, um, we're just gonna, my end, my end goal in in 10 years, I'm still going to be a part of it. I'll probably be a little bit more removed from it. Um, but I'm going to retire doing this for sure. Like that's awesome. I have zero desire to do anything else. And when I want to quit, which is every day, by the way, (laughs) <laughs> uh, dead serious. Um, I'm like, what the fuck else would I do? Right. Like, there's nothing else that I would rather do. This is what God put me on this earth to do and live. My passion is help people become a better version of themselves in whatever that may be, you know, it right. may just be their mental mindset, yeah. you know? So yeah. Um, big, big goal. There's 24,000 plus people in the population of Webster and we're going to help at least 10% of them. So that's awesome. It's a number thing for me at that point. But like, I care about health as like your overall health. Like, are we diabetic? Okay, let's fix that problem. Let's get off medication. Like, CrossFit is cool. Working out is cool. But I want you guys to be healthy and people coming in like, oh, I want to be healthier. Okay, what's health mean to you? You know, so like helping clients really figure that out. And then CrossFit is just a byproduct of what we do to get them healthier. Right. Well, that's something that you guys do versus other gyms that at least that I've seen is, is you not only do you guys provide the... The, the CrossFit classes and, and the personal training and all that stuff, but the whole nutrition a- aspect of it too. I mean, G- Gina was doing it before she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing great results from it. So, yeah. um, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a holistic approach. It's not yeah. just, you can't, you can't outwork a bad diet. No, you know? not and, at all. And what you guys do there is, is phenomenal also. So, well, thank you. Throw that in there. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's more than just CrossFit and working out. Like, I want to have a really badass community, and if I'm being honest, like I want to rise the tides of the CrossFit community in St. Louis because there's some really good gyms, and there's some I love you guys, but there's some really shitty gyms, and you guys just need to step it up, and we need to step it up as a culture and community together, so that we can actually bring up what CrossFit actually is. Because I love that, like I love CrossFit and like the fundamentals of it. Like, let's air squat better let's deadlift better. I don't really care if you can snatch in my gym. Like it's irrelevant to me. I don't care how much you lift, but if I know that you can do these things safely in my gym, you're going to be a much better human on the outside and you're going to live really fucking long. Cause I'm trying to keep you out of the nursing home as long as I can. So yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Well, love it. Hell yeah. Is this what I mic drop or no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the Murph's mic. So, you know, yeah. drop them. Um, Carpeted floor. We're fine. Yeah, we'll right. Um, What's one tool in your business that you couldn't live without? Uh, people. Okay. Yeah. Like we're in the relationship business. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Right. Like you can't sell houses without people. I can't help people without people. Right. You know, I can't, I can't do fitness classes without people. So, I mean, uh, if we're saying like tools, yeah, humans, uh, cause without, without our, without our community, like there is no me and there's no us, there's no cross achieve, there's no achieve nutrition It's irrelevant, you know? No, that's the answer you wanted, but no. so that's a good. We're talking answer. like legit tools in business. Uh, email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I could, we would. None of us would get per, per tracking any, systems. Yeah, we wouldn't get very far without email. Bookkeeping, right? <laughs> all the fun things. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't get very far without email or DocuSign in my business. That's for sure. Yeah, you know. Um, Let's talk about Zach's True Grit Award. Um, <laughs> so I tore my my meniscus and. Uh, grade two MCL sprain in February of 22. Yeah. yeah February yeah. of 22. Um, and then I got, I tore it on a Tuesday night, had surgery Friday morning. 
I was at CrossFit class. I'm, I was actually at CrossFit because that was during Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. The day that I had surgery, <laughs> we had Friday up. Night Lights. Um, and so I showed up that the day of my surgery. I still hopped up on pain pills and I'm like, or on all the pain meds that they gave me for the surgery. I'm like, I feel fine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day I woke up and felt like I got hit by a truck. He did not feel fine. Right, I did not feel fine anymore. Um, but then anyway, I pretty much was showing up like five days a week, like right away. I mean, like three days after, I mean, two the two days after the surgery, I went to like, you know, like club fitness and like just pretty much just lifted up her body. But then I was at CrossFit like Monday morning, I'm pretty sure. And I just did everything I could just upper body. I, I lived on that ski machine where I just basically sat on a box and did the Every ski day. His arms got really fit. Yeah. My arms. And yeah. My but guy. I think that's a, that's a true testament too of like, um, is like what CrossFit is too. And like what it's not like, it's, it's not the CrossFit games, but it's scalable and modifiable so that even if you're injured, you can still come in because you're, you should have coaches there or community there of like, we can work around that. Whereas, like, if you didn't have that in your solo, guess what? You're probably, most humans, not you, but most humans would be like, oh, I had surgery. I can't do anything. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to sit it's around It's a great for recipe for getting get fat. fat. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a community there that, you know, made me made me feel like I had to keep showing, you know, not made me feel like I had to keep showing up. I wanted to keep showing yeah. up for the community. Yeah. You know, like, 100%. I didn't want to let anybody down by not showing up. That's at least that's just how I feel whenever yeah. I go in there. But I think, uh, so why I wanted to bring this up, there was, I think you had asked me a question before of like, um, what's one of the most like rewarding things about opening the gym or, you know, whatever. Um, and I think it's when I saw Zach's uh, award, I think it was like, is that, so we have a, we do an annual awards banquet or like year end community celebration that we give out awards. Some of them align with our values, um, because we're a culture driven gym, um, and that's super, super important to me. And that's kind of what guides us. But um, we also do super fun ones, like s- silly ones, like who pees the, or who's going to pee the most in class or something, you yeah. know. But uh, <laughs> so this award reminded me of that question you asked is like, what's one of the most rewarding things about opening the gym? And uh, I think uh, it goes back to like our true mission, uh, which is helping improve the health, performance and happiness of all of our clients. And um, all of those pillars are different for everyone. Right. So like being a dad, being a mom being a husband, being a wife, sister, brother, whatever it is, like those are aspects that are going to improve through fitness. Uh, But I think it's realizing that like we have the opportunity at our gym and any gym in general, but I have the opportunity to really help people change their lives and save their lives. And so this past year, one of our, one of our members um, had a, had a full aortic uh, dissection all the way down and the guy should not be alive. But the doctors literally told him, Hey, the only, the only reason that you are alive is because you decided to take care of your health this year and you got really fucking fit and that's what saved your life. She got goosebumps. And he, he has a family of four and he literally, he ran out, he was doing a run, three mile run, comes in and collapses in his kitchen in front of his family. And he's in, he's in surgery for 24 hours. Like he should not be alive. They told him he would never work out again. And he's back in my gym working out six days a week. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out to Kyle. And like, family. really fucking cool. So, like, was it the guy there today? No, he wasn't there. No, he was there this morning. And this morning, he just, um, he just, uh, we've been working on zone training because he has to keep a certain blood pressure and certain heart rate. By the way, talk about like, this person comes back to me and trusts me enough with their life to like figure out how to make this work with him and his doctors. And I'm like, holy fuck, I don't know anything about fuck. <laughs> I got to research a lot, right? Yeah. Like, that's scary, but. It was, I was, uh, I was super honored and it wasn't, it's not me. Like it's our team, it's our community, it's our people like that make that happen. And, uh, yeah. So it's the fact that like we can, we can do that. And so this morning he did a workout and he kept his heart rate exactly flat all the way across, which means his aerobic base is improving. And that's really fucking cool. And he got, stoked about that and i'm more stoked about that like that's health to me right that's why i opened the gym versus like you hitting a pr on your back squat i mean like that's cool sure but that's not going to be the end like that's not going to keep coming back whose life is going to be changed from that his life will be changed forever his your life won't be changed from pr and i'm done i'm over pr and like i'm just there to stay fit you know like that's the most rewarding like when you're and when you want to quit you're like no we're doing something really cool 
figure it out. I think yeah. if anyone is like on the fence about where they should work out or what community they're going to invest in, you should go to a place that's mission driven. Mm-hmm. Like I don't profit margins are cool. Just like PRs are cool. Mm-hmm. But if you aren't there for a really strong why, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for people to believe in you. Like, yeah, they might pay for your service, but mm-hmm. who believes in you? We both yeah. come from a background like that where yeah. belief is everything to brand loyalty and 100%. longevity on top of that. Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot from a, a company I previously worked for. Absolutely. Right. But I, I went there because I those were already things I had. But I think, you know, for anyone, and you might ask me this question, but anyone that comes in is like, I want to get healthy. I'm like, what's that mean? How are you defining that? You know, like you have to have a reason as to why you're doing this, because I'm going to tell you right now in one week, you're going to want to quit. You're going to, you're going to want to quit at club fitness. You're going to want to quit at jujitsu. Like it doesn't matter. I don't care what you do. And that's why I tell people, if this is not for you, I will follow up in three months to make sure you're still doing something. And if you're not, then it will be my mission to get you back into my gym so that I know you can live longer, Mm -hmm. you know, but you have to have a reason like, you know, whether it's weight loss, weight loss is weight loss. Like you're going to get to your end goal at some point. Well, what else are you doing it for? Right. You know, it's just to lose weight. Yeah. It's not going to last. It's not going to last. You got to like learn to love it. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's why I've, I mean, I just, I do love working out and I think that's why I've stuck with it as long as I have. I mean, it's just a part of what I do now. You know, after, after you do something for a long enough, it just becomes what you do. I mean, I think every person in this room, you know, I don't, I can't, I can't imagine myself like not working out. I did it for seven years after I retired from baseball and I was miserable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something about it. It just, it makes me feel better about everything. It makes everything work better. I mean, think about it. Like most people like, this is like sales, but most people actually work out so that they can show up to be their best selves for everything else that they need to do. Right. And in this, another good book you guys could do is essentialism tells a story in the book that, um, this is like learning to say no to the things that are no longer priorities that are like top priorities, right? Like for me, if it's not my business, my personal health and Heather and my family, you're a no. My friends, they're in there. They know I love them, but I don't have to hang out with them all the time right. because I, got, I don't got a lot of time, right? And how I choose to do spend the time is going to be very particular, you know? But in the book, there's an analogy that is... um if you're the pilot and you're the one driving the plane and there's one sandwich left on the plane, who gets it? The pilot or the passengers? And most people would say, well, the passengers. And for me, who wants to help other people, I would be like, you, Pat, not me, right? But you have to realize that like, you can't show up to be your best self, run your business, be a coworker, do the things that you need to do without taking care of yourself, right? Right. And so you need the sandwich because yeah. you got to get the plane from A to B to save all of these passengers. Yep. Same concept. So when you get out of working out and you feel like a bag of shit or you're fat, I love you. And, but I'm an honest person and there's a lot of hard conversations that I have, but like, that's a why. Like, Cause you need to show up for everyone else. Yep. And if you can't take care of you, why? Like, well, I mean, I'm not going to take business advice from you if you can't take yourself or like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work with you guys to, sell my house or buy my house without taking care of yourself. Like those are things and values I respect, but yeah, there has to be like that big reason as to why you want to do it for sure. You know, one thing I think that, you know, separates your gym from, from any other gym that I've been in in is that, you know, right when you walk in huge on one of the walls is like all your core values, which is just, I think is just like so cool. You know, you you show up and I don't remember them all off the top of my head, but maybe Murph can throw up a little screenshot. What are they? (laughs) But uh, loyalty is at the top on the left. Yeah. It's a big one for me. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, you know, I just think that that's, I was just something I was just thinking about the gym and all the stuff that I like about it. And I think you said something earlier that made me think of it. And I just wanted to bring that up. And, uh, you know, I guess what made you want to put, I guess, I mean, I guess most gyms that I can think of, I can't think of any of them off the top of my head that I've, that I belong to or have belonged to that have core values up on the wall like that. And what made you want to do that? I mean, I'm a, I'm a value-based person, right? So in general, like I grew up that way. There was values in our house. I grew up around my dad. He's a straight businessman. And if you don't, in, in my opinion, if you don't have values, you have no idea how you're gauging yourself, right? And there's a standard. And, and when I worked at, um, so I left the previous job I was at and worked at First Form. And I went there intentionally because I'd, I'd been following the company for so long and aligned with them. 
but I was doing what I love to do. And I was like, well, if there's ever an opportunity to work for this company, I'm going to go see what it's about if I'm not happy with what I'm doing. Right. And so I did that. And that was, you know, one of the things that I will kudo Andy and Sal to is mad respect for how much that they pump their values in their business and why every business book is the same, by the way, like they're not really, they're just kind of slowly written differently or like scripted differently, but any successful person has values and they talk about it. You build a great brand. It's not based off of, or business successful business in general is not based off like what you're selling. It's the values that you have within the facility that drive that. And people want to be a part of that. Right. And so when I was opening the gym, I had very clear intentions of what we were going to do and be and what we weren't going to do and be right. And one of those is like anyone can open a CrossFit gym and put CrossFit St. Louis or CrossFit, whatever you want on it. But what are you? And I wanted people to be a part of that because that's going to motivate them to come, but be a part of our brand, who we are, like live those values when they're in the gym. I don't want some shithole person in my gym. Yeah. And sure. there is the first thing I talk to people about. No, it's cancer, it's, man. Yeah, it's cancer. Spreads. It's mm-hmm. cancer. And so, yeah, I just knew that I also need a reminder. Like I judge myself on that every day and I fall short a lot. I look at one and be like, mm, I wasn't great at that today, but tomorrow I'm going to show up for that. Yeah. And it, and it guides my coaches. And without it, we are, we are going nowhere. That's something I look you know? at every time I go in there. I look at that wall. Yeah. I love it. So that's why. It just reminds me of like all the stuff that I want to, because I mean, I think those are great core values for anybody to follow. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I think it's hard in the gym though. I know we're, I know we're over time, but I think it, it is no, hard. It is, it's unique and different, right? You know, because in a gym, some people just want to work out and that's okay. And I respect that. Right. But I want good humans first. Like if you're not a good human, I'm going to help you find the door. And I have no problem <laughs> with that. Like seriously though, yeah. because it's not, it's not healthy and we're all trying to be better. And like, if you're a bump on the log every fucking day you come into my gym, I'm going to have a conversation with you. I'm going to point it out because I want you to be better and I want to help you get better. But if you're going to choose not to get better, this isn't the place you can go somewhere else, right. you know? Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Okay. I got a two parter for you. Um, what advice would you give to somebody that's, looking to get into training specifically just getting into shape or cross training. Okay. Um, and then the second part would be as a business owner, what advice would you be give to somebody owning and operating a business? These are like loaded questions. Uh, can I turn one question back on you guys? Absolutely. Okay. You've, you had CrossFit experience today. What advice would you guys give to somebody who's looking to start CrossFit? Ooh, you're good. I like it. (laughs) Um, what I would give, I would say be open-minded. It's not what you think. Um, it's everything is scalable. Everything is what I like, really like how you put people through the foundations. I believe it's called right? yeah, foundations. where you, where you, you know, you, you're That's with them. That's where Zach for, started, by the way. Yeah, I did too. I started <laughs> there. Um, and, uh, I think, I think it's really great that you put them through that program, put that, that through that program to like really kind of show them, all right, this is like all the the movement, like, oh, this is a good amount of the movements that you're going to come across. I mean, you probably don't, I don't know if you cover every single movement in that. No, we cover the nine, nine functional movements. So right. there's nine functional okay. movements so, that we cover. Yeah, yeah. So you cover like the big, you know, the big, big movements that you're going to be seeing all the time so that you know that people are prepared going into these workouts. Like you said earlier, like you don't let just any, anybody come in off the, off the street and join a CrossFit class. Um, so I think that that's, that's what, that's an advice I would give them is like, Hey, this is not what you think. You're not just going to get destroyed your first day and never come back. Mm -hmm. You can, you can scale it. It's, it's a great community. Like you're going to fall in love with the, like, at least me, like I've fallen in love with the people there. Like, I mean, you and all the, all the coaches, everybody's so cool. Um, and it's just, um, it's a fun place to be. Anytime I go there, I'm, I'm happy every single time I walk out the door and I'm exhausted when I leave. And, uh, I always feel like I got better every time I'm there. And, yeah, I, I think it'd be a great place for anybody to go that it has a hard time. Like, I don't know. It's hard for me to like go to just a standard gym and work out by myself now, now that I've experienced like the highest highs going to these mm-hmm. fun gyms where I'm around all these people and yeah. we're all doing these workouts together. And, you know, and it's, it's just, it's so, it's just so much more fun in mm-hmm. my opinion. It's just a great, great community. So that's, that's the advice I'd give I'd I'd give anybody that was looking to try CrossFit. I'd say like, you know, it's not what you think. It's not the, I mean, it can be, don't get me wrong. Like there are some very, very difficult workouts, but 
I think, you know, doing difficult things is only going to make you better. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing, nothing worthwhile in life is easy. So, yeah. um, you know, that's, that's my advice I'd give. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with being open-minded. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, preconceived notions and I showed up like, this is what's going to happen. And that's, I mean, I was thinking I was going to be doing the, all the lifts that you see on TV all at once, <laughs> every single time through, and, you know, I am looking forward to coming back and getting the fundamentals yeah. going through that. Um, but no, yeah, be definitely be open-minded. And, um, I mean, you have to be ready to work. Like you mm-hmm. can't not like, if you're going to do this, you have to want to push yourself to get better because you mm-hmm. can't, this isn't one of those gyms where you just show up and walk around and talk on your phone and like you're busy from one thing to the next to the next mm-hmm. so be ready to work if you're not ready to work then, then don't go no mm-hmm. that's for sure but definitely just, be open-minded yeah you're not ready to change at that point if you're not ready right. to work no matter where you go right yeah uh no that's perfect and the reason i asked you guys is because it's really easy me easy for me to say something sure. right like i do it all the time but i think what i've i've learned over the years and it's evolved like and it's gonna you ask me this next year it's gonna change you know but um I think anyone, whether it's CrossFit or getting started in fitness in general, is that, well, let's just say CrossFit, one, understand that it's going to be a little bit more expensive or should, I should say it should be, mm-hmm. to get started for your safety and experience. But then number two, if you're looking for a gym, don't start at a CrossFit gym that doesn't require you to do three to five personal training sessions to learn the basics before you get started and then be humble even if you have prior lifting experience because you may know how to back squat, but it doesn't mean you have overhead mobility and you're going to get injured, not because of CrossFit, but because you don't have the range of motion and any good gym will make sure that you have that first before we start lifting heavy. Move well before you move fast and heavy, always. Fast, smooth, smooth is fast. Yeah, yeah. I say it all the time. <laughs> and then your second question was, what was my As a business owner, was? what advice do you what what advice would you give to a new business owner? Not just about not not gym related or anything like that. You've mentioned a few times how, you know, it's all from the same book, whether it's a gym or something else. What advice as a business owner, entrepreneur, what advice would you give to people thinking about getting into entrepreneurship <laughs> whatever, however you want to say it? Yeah. Number one, it's going to be a thousand times harder than what you think. And uh, that's okay. Accept it. Figure out a way around it. Uh, number two, understand that you're always going to be learning. And each day each day is just like another opportunity to make some changes. Um, number, th- <laughs> number three, um, learn communication skills. And I would always say never fault somebody before you really think about, did I explain everything to how to tie your shoe, to how to put your socks on, like the most basic, how to put the toilet paper on the toilet paper roll, like never assume anything and uh, just communicate really well. And um, yeah, just don't, just don't quit, you know, just don't quit. Just don't quit. You're going to want to quit and that's okay. That's been a that's been a theme throughout this is is the no quit, the, not having that fear of quitting, that yeah. mentality. So yeah, awesome. Well, I think that's a good spot for us to end it. So um, I appreciate everybody listening or watching today. Make sure you subscribe, uh, like the show. Uh, if you want to hear or you know see more of our stuff, uh, you can follow me at, on Instagram at Zach underscore Vegas. Uh, Pat is at STL underscore Mortgage Nerd. Rachel is at CF comp 18 <laughs> and you can follow her gym at CF achieve CF achieve. Um, we appreciate you guys. We will see you on Monday for our next episode.